Welcome to EM Healing, which is hosted by myself, Mahatma Star Seed. And when you dive into our episodes, you are going to be inspired to grow, to shift, to reflect on your inner wealth. If you are looking to find a new way of living, you have found it. So enjoy this wonderful episode that we're tuning into right now. Hello, much love and light. This is EM Healing. You're tuning into another amazing episode. We are in season three. We are here diving deeper into bonding with our healing journey. Today, I have a co-host joining the conversation. She is a part of the tribe. She's a part of the community. She has been growing effortlessly with us on her own. It's been marvelous. And if you can't tell, I'm pretty excited to have one of my tribe mates here holding space. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. She is a marketing consultant, Jenna Poston. Please share with the community who you are. Awesome. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, My name is Jenna Poston. I am from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I've been in North Carolina basically my whole entire life. Um, I went to UNC Charlotte. I graduated with a marketing degree back in 2020. I decided to have my own company called Generation Marketing. I launched that the summer of 2021. And I basically have just been learning the trials and errors of being an entrepreneur. When I met Mahatma, she basically helped me be able to kind of trust my intuition in this field and kind of guide myself through finding my confidence um, and even more just coming out of my comfort zone. So the experience has been very great experience with what I'm trying to accomplish. And yeah, that's basically a little bit of synopsis of what I have going on right now. Well, thank you very much for updating the community, sharing your information. I'm very thankful to be a part of this journey, you know, uh, being able to lead in our spiritual uh, authenticity, right? Because that's, that's really what it is, our spirit. Um, is being able to be its its own self and being able to also you know curate that with the business um, I know how important it is and I and that's why you know I have allowed myself to create multiple platforms so you know elite motivation has been that you know that that one platform that really helps individuals that are ready for or what they have to offer for themselves, get that personal coaching, that more deepened yoga presence. And, but that's not, you know, all of what I have to offer as a spiritual person. So to be like really in my authentic trade, you know, I allow myself to know that I want to have more than one business and I want to push more than one business at a time. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know? So I have, um, Uh, you know how like when you go to college you have minors and majors right Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I major in elite motivation and I minor in my JDL kind of thing thank you so JDL enterprises is where I create that safe space and um and I get to meet wonderful individuals that are in that 
similar journey as themselves and I get to help you know support them I'm like at that that the precipice of oh you're this is you belong here come on in come on in orientation starts in 15 (laughs) right come on over so today's um conversation you know I feel like it's gonna be uh a really great conversation I feel like you know, there's so many things that have been brought up to this platform. However, the mix of, you know, healing our sounds with, you know, how we're bonding our spiritual and our business journey. And that's what today's topic is about. That's what I know a lot of listeners are struggling with. A lot of people think that they have to choose oh, I can only be spiritual. I can't be business oriented. And if I'm business oriented, I can't be spiritual. And there's so many volumes of like what that needs to look like for us. So I want to help us jump into this conversation and um, just hear a little bit about your story and like, what does that mean for you? Like right now, today, whatever you want to share. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like before I even knew that the spiritual journey even existed, I feel like I kind of was going through my own type of battles because I was so unaware of myself and what I had going on. Um, Especially growing up, mental health really wasn't something that was talked about. Um, Things like anxiety, social anxiety. So you never, I never really understood or had a solution to the problems that I had. Um, So when I eventually went to college my freshman year, back in 2016, that's when I was mainly going through my self-reflective issues. um, Because they say once you get out of that, the environment that you're used to, and you get placed into a new one, the new learnings, new understandings that you go through is kind of like your process and your journey. So I definitely was shocked with a lot of feelings and emotions that I was very unfamiliar with. Because growing up, I played a sport. And I feel like that distracted me from a lot of things that, um, that I was feeling my freshman year. Um, So I remember my freshman year, I was feeling very in denial and kind of like more destructive about the emotions and feelings that I was having, Um, just because I generally just didn't understand what I had going on. Um, So eventually it transitioned. Um, I eventually saw a therapist, I think my junior year of college, Um, and that progressed and helped me to kind of understand and give me solutions. But I honestly knew then that mental health for sure is real. And that when people are going through depression, a lot of people don't even realize that they're depressed. Um, So I kind of just now realize with the truth and the knowledge that I've gained, like kind of helping other people around me. And I feel like when I met you, Mahatma, I was at a point where I was very understanding of what I needed. I just didn't know for sure what more and what else I need to look into. So kind of like meditating and kind of just being aware of like taking breaths, all just like useful things that you've like taught me and showed me of like way of like how to incorporate with what I'm doing currently. So like, I've definitely, I've seen the growth, um, especially this year. Cause you know, I've, I've been doing photo shoots. I started doing that this year, but like just kind of feeling more comfortable with myself and not having so much anxiety and overthinking, like this journey has really, really helped me with that also. Wow. It's that's, that's definitely wonderful. And you, you made some valid, valid points that I wanted to to highlight and speaking about like leaving from the homestead into uh, a new atmosphere, you know, uh, when we 
have that, you know, monumental transition, a lot of times it's not really given enough attention because, you know, the a lot of people in the high school years are just so adamant at getting away. Right from their parents or their con- their conditionings and stuff that we don't really stop to realize, you know, what is that going to do to us? Um, what's going to change? And a lot of us meet that experience at various times in our lives. And which is why I feel like no one's journey will ever really end up the same. Um, but the steps of when it starts is definitely going to still look very similar no matter at what age frame that is. And so I, I really like that you were sharing that part because it really stems for us to uh, look into our mental health because in, in order for us to be progressive in what we're educating ourselves with and, and actually being able to utilize the information we need to see where we need to empower ourselves. And a lot of times we don't realize how much the parent is empowering that mental for us until we step out of that that parent wing of, of the existence, right? Exactly. Um, and then there was another thing that you were saying. I want, I'm, I'm like listening intensely to <laughs> You know, and I'm like, and I'm like, you know, you're dropping some really good nuggets. And okay, the other one was that you were saying, I didn't get to write it down, but I was listening. Um, you were saying about knowing what you needed, but not really, I not knowing just yet what else you needed in order for it to feel complete. Exactly. And I feel like that's a big co- uh, conversation that people are uh, are avoiding to have. Uh, in this journey and one of the things that I realized myself in walking and being an entrepreneur because I I stated this to myself when I started you know I you know I started off much more younger so kudos to you for starting off prime in your time I mean I started off in a prime time because it was right for me but you know body-wise (laughs) <laughs> I started, you know I started a little bit you know further down the, the totem pole and um being able to understand that no matter where you start that same feeling is going to be there um that same freshman feeling is going to be there no matter if you're 21 no matter if you're 38 no matter if you're 45 whenever you restart something it's going to always feel fresh and new and you're going to be the new kid on the block. Right. And we got to um, put ourselves in more situations like that uh, in our in our journey of uh, completion or creation in order for us to really be able to meet ourselves and see how much mental power we really have. Right. Uh, and so now that, you know, we're here, you being able to like just look back, what do you feel like were some of the biggest moments that really hit for you mentally? Uh, like 
because you were speaking about, you know, jumping in and talking to that therapist. What do you feel like it was that allowed you to, to go into that seat? Honestly, that's a really good question. I feel like I just got to the point where I just was not happy with what I was doing. And I felt like I needed something to some type of change in my life to kind of push me forward because I was at a standstill. Like I was doing the same thing every single day. Um, and I feel like the pandemic on top of that kind of exposed that even more of like who I was around, um, what I was doing on my day to day. Um, and so when I finally decided to talk to a therapist, I really didn't even have any expectations with it just because I really haven't done much research on what therapy really needs. Cause I always thought if you talk to a therapist, like you have problems and like, I feel like my ego and pride kind of pushed me away from a therapist. But when I finally just realized like, you know what, like, I just need help. I don't even know what this woman's going to tell me, but I'm just going to take this opportunity and just try my best to kind of tell her what I had going on in the best way that I could. And I feel like, you know, when you're surrounding yourself with people who, you know, I'm not going to say mentally sick, but like, I feel like everyone has mental issues that everyone's going through and like, not that many people speak on it. So when you're finally getting guidance and you're finally getting help, you know, kind of trying to pour other people around you, you have to realize that you can't take everyone with you. Um, because there are a lot of people that are holding you back from being your best self. So like, when I look back on who I used to be and who I am now, it's really like a whole different person. Cause like the Jenna that I thought I was, you know, the more quiet, the one who like didn't speak up much, like that was when she was the unhappiest. But the Jenna that I am today is like, I freely speak my mind. I feel like I can just be the bubble that I've always wanted to be, but I've like shunned myself so much almost to where it was like, I didn't know how to like breathe. And it's like figuring out who you want to be and kind of rediscovering yourself. I feel like, like you said, like it can be at any age, like you just kind of have to come out of your comfort zone and go through uncomfortable things to finally like break the things that you're trying to break of, of yourself, if that makes sense. Peace and light. We seem to be experiencing a technical difficulty. Please enjoy this short commercial break. And we'll be right back. No. <laughs> my phone, my thing was on mute and I was speaking that whole entire time. That's so sad. <laughs> it is. You see the resistance we deal with, Jenna. I was about to say it. It's something we're always used to at this point. <laughs> I was talking and talking and talking and talking some yeah, after I said if that makes sense like I didn't hear anything that you said after that point <laughs> oh man how did that feel for you <laughs> I was just like uh <laughs> I said I guess it didn't make sense <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely um I'm tickled right now <laughs> Because I, I, you know, okay, so I'm going to just like jump right in there. And because being able to understand that living in our, our authentic journey is the equivalent of being in our spiritual path. And a lot of the world likes to see that as two different things. 
And I've learned that we just have to be willing to let people be where they want to be. You know, if that's your authentic sound, cool, but respect my authentic sound, you know, and, and keep it fresh that way. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to keep it fresh this way because the universe is, uh, loves to, to play with this little (laughs) modality of, uh, let me see how much you can be in a different state, but comfortable state, but you're willing to still have this conversation. And I'm going to go and reiterate everything that I said, right? (laughs) Because I was listening to you talk and I uh, was talking about, uh, and it's so funny. It's so funny because I was sharing like a personal story. Ah, I was sharing personal story with, um, like, because you triggered and activated a memory for myself. And I was talking about um, the first time I went to therapy. And I was in high school. And my mother insisted that I go there because I was acting out at school. And and I just knew that I wasn't the one that needed therapy. Um, So I said nothing to the therapist because I like like you had that same story told to me oh if you go to a therapist that means you're crazy and that means you're mentally and like indifferent with the world and all of these things and you know what it, they're, they're right but there's nothing wrong with that okay <laughs> because the world is chock full of a lot of jargon and yes I'm indifferent with it and I need to go talk to somebody about it rather than allowing myself to like I'm cuckoo. So, <laughs> um, but, you know, fast forward to, you know, when I was older and I was in a relationship and we got, um, things got to a point where we really needed some help and people were insistent that we didn't separate. And I was like, all right, let's do some couples therapy. And we only went to a couple of sessions But what I learned from it was being able to express yourself with someone else to just have a fresh pair of eyes, fresh pair of ears, and just witness what's going on was such a pivotal moment moment for me. It was at the very beginning of my spiritual journey because I was starting to stand in what I felt was right. And I did that amongst being. Um, in a pile of a a lot of wrong choices (laughs) so it wasn't as easy as I um, desired it to be and I always say this if I would have had the support of the process that that I help individuals go through I know that that relationship would be in such another place right now (laughs) But, I, I, you know, I didn't have that support back then. And so, you know, I seek to be kind to myself for understanding that when you're the leader in things, the the outcome is going to look a little bit more rougher than how you can help someone else apply it. 100%. Right. And so, like, being able to understand that the gift that we give ourselves to letting someone else hear our story we want to reciprocate that 
in in fashion such as this. And this is why I like to have this platform here because this is how we get to show appreciation for the scenarios that showed us our grace, that showed us our truth, you know, that showed us the bullshit. (laughs) And being able to let people know, like, you know, if, you know, when you step into a new atmosphere, you're going to be met with sizing up how mentally strong you are. And going into a new atmosphere is going to do that. Right. And then the other, the other, oh, oh yeah, go ahead. I'll save this thought. No, because I was honestly thinking about like, even when you go to your new environment and then you return to your old one, it's such a transition with like the type of conversations that you have, because when you have self-reflections and you get new information, when you go back to your old environment and you're trying to tell them what you know, and like always they're going to call you crazy or tell you, you don't know what you're talking about because it's almost like their own mind of like not seeing your growth or like not understanding that you're growing and like glowing to someone new. Um, so that was very interesting that you said that for sure. Yeah. You know, because, you know, all of this stuff is tied into our, our personal and business affairs because our business only stri- only thrives um, to the extent of how much we allow ourselves to thrive in our personal life, you know, so if we're hitting a lot of roadblocks in our personal life, and we're not really dealing with them. We may be able to get pretty far in our business, but eventually the cards are going to fall on us. And mm-hmm. how well we're able to get back up from that is going to show how much we've done the work when things stop us. 100%. And that's why I think with mm -hmm. tying in the spirituality and like the business world, like you really have to be grounded because entrepreneurship, it changes by the day. Like you get either a new opportunity or new or no opportunities. You kind of have to know how to guide through it. And if you're not level like headed, you will literally get eaten alive in this world for real. Yes. Um, a hundred percent. And, um, I'm learning that the most important thing and and I'm looking to help others understand because what you realize when you jump into the authenticity pool uh this is a pool that doesn't get touched a lot and so because it doesn't get touched a lot a lot of people kind of can see you there it's like getting into the pool when it's 60 degrees out and everyone's like this is not pool weather. And we're like, but the water is heated. <laughs> right. The water will change temperature for you, no matter what the conditions are outside. We have to trust whatever we jump into is going to um, adjust with us. Um, so that being said, how do you, how does it feel now going out into the world um, leading in more of your confidence? How is it feeling witnessing like other entrepreneurs, how they're moving? What do you feel like the difference is for you now versus before you were really like thick into this journey? I feel like before I was slowing myself down, like I think I was sabotaging a lot of my opportunities because I feel like I couldn't, I feel like I couldn't do it. 
but now it's like I'm just more open and welcome to like any opportunity of course I have to be careful you know making sure I make the right decisions but it's like it's not me not doing something isn't because I don't think I can do it it's just not good for me you know with what I'm trying to accomplish so I feel like it's just easier to be able to kind of accept opportunities and then meeting new people I'm more open to it like I just feel like I acted like a scared little dog sometimes when I look back at how like I removed like maneuver through things especially when it's like trusting people and like when you're building long-lasting relationships like you have to have trust in a business relationship to where I feel like a lot of people don't realize like majority of your business relationships honestly develop into your friends um, right so I, I really just kind of like just the journey in general of like realizing that the space that I'm looking for is really like majority of the people that I want to be around. So kind of just making sure that I stay open and clear for anything like that, instead of being closed off like before. Oh yeah, most definitely. And, and, and I like that because, you know, now we have uh, kind of like a metal detector for authenticity because now we're able to see the difference of like where I was before I was able to really be in me versus where I am now. And knowing that I, and we all always have room for growth, you know, and I'm always excited to see the next version of me and being able to see like, how can I push those limits? The only way you're going to push them is by being around people that you can A, tolerate <laughs> and B, right. grow around, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean, let's be honest, this is the age of, of entrepreneurship. And so a lot of people um, are jumping onto the, the, the train of, I want to be an entrepreneur now. Mm -hmm. However, some of them are not really taking their spiritual journey in this live stream as authentic as they say they want to take their business. And so being able to understand that there's always going to be um, like when you jump into that business world, when you're just getting into there, those bottom level beers are always going to be right there fishing the line. Like, yeah, let's do some work together. You know what I mean? Let's do this. Let's do that. Um, but it, the work really happens when you're able to do some mindset um mindset sessions you know some mastery sessions some breakthrough sessions some planning sessions and those are the people that are really going to be more open and effective for our spiritual and and business journey because we're able to be vulnerable in a way that we're not allowing the innermost parts of us to be living in a state that, oh my God, should I let this out or not let this out? Like, I don't know what are they going to feel about this or not. And, and because, you know, being in that indifference place, that just makes you feel like you're more of an adolescent than being an adult. And so like, that's why we have to be so conscious about like, do I just want to be in business or do I want to be an authentic business? Mm. So I'm, I'm looking forward in the, in the direction of what it takes to be in business 
And I think one of the other things I was uh, mentioning to say when I was on mute (laughs) (laughs) Um, was I was saying that, you know, as I was coming into business myself, I was realizing that um, my elite motivation, it needed to be able to walk into being into business. And walking into business is something that a lot of people don't really get to do. A lot of people are running into business. They're running into being these high uh, performing, high operating income businesses. And, you know, uh, because they want to show people that their business works and it's like, but are you really being in business? Are you really freeing yourself? Are you really allowing yourself to be independent in your process? Or are we just like subjugating um, and saying, I'm not an employee anymore, I'm the employer, but still having that employer-employee lifestyle. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely true. Right, you know, so like I've learned that, you know, there's there's this new pool when you walk into the business life that, you know, it's it's not that easy to just work with everyone. And that extra thing that you were mentioning before, like, I know I have everything that I need, but what else, what was that one thing, you know? And fortunately it's that authenticity. And I'm gonna reiterate bonding your understanding, bonding our understanding that authenticity equals spirituality. Hmm. The more authentic you are, the more you're in unison with your spirit, because you do what your spirit wants. That's what authentic is. Mm -hmm. And when we can find more people doing stuff like that in the business place, you know, those are the people that are going to be willing to do more out of character things. Those are the people that are going to help us get further in our spiritual journey because they're going to take us to out of the norm atmospheres more frequently and then it will in turn help it helps our spiritual journey to become now it's more fun it's not so much work anymore Mm. you know and now you can um like have more fun doing work because the spirituality doesn't feel so much as work because like you're getting a handle of it and I feel like uh being able to have conversations about just getting here is so important. Um, do you feel like right now it's a comfortable setting for business people to talk about their journeys? I feel like it's starting to kind of transition to where people are being more comfortable to have uncomfortable conversations. Because I feel like, you know, with me in the beginning, I definitely didn't know like what level of vulnerability did I really want to express on my platforms. And when I'm teaching my clients, you know, social media presence and, you know, how to build a brand and certain pillars to have and what certain topics you can speak about, I almost felt kind of more of a hypocrite because I wasn't freely speaking about the topics that I wanted to. But like, I've came to realize like when I'm like showing a model of a way of like, when I'm speaking about certain things, I think this week I've talked, like put on my story, like being free about, you know, not avoiding your emotions and being okay with showing your emotions, just don't lose your shit. Um, 
And it was like such like a conversation starter for a lot of people to kind of like open their conversation and kind of share their stories with me. And then I've also was noticing um, they were using their platforms and sharing a few things. So it's almost like it takes like a couple little birdies to kind of spark something to make people realize like, you know what, it's actually okay to speak about, you know, taboo conversations because these conversations are really are what's supposed to be had because a lot of people, when you really start talking to people, go through very, very similar things, just kind of like in their own world. So you're kind of like hearing different perspectives, you know, as you're all trying to head towards, you know, moving forward and heading towards like one goal. That's really pivotal, you know, <clears throat> learning your level of vulnerability mm -hmm. and that there's levels to this, you know, and, and everyone's vulnerability is going to look different. And uh, being able to see, like, how can I, how can I open up my conversation with the people that I'm around, that I'm looking to be in business with, and um, to be the most authentic? Usually, what I have found is, like, what I do, I just, like, like, what I used to do when I used to go to networking stuff. I used to just go like with my tarot cards, mm. you know, <laughs> and I would just like open up the dialogue from there and I would just like offer um, complimentary tarot readings and, and get people to open up from there. And I, and I would really love to have like more scenarios like that to where we have like more networking events to where we're creating it to really like, just get to know each other because like, these standard networking events that you go there and you mingle, you pass your business cards and stuff like that. It's just so service, you know, and you do get some good pops. You know, I'm not saying it's not, I'm not saying it's worthless. <laughs> I'm just saying it's just, just very, you know, very basic. You know, I feel like in order for things to move forward a little bit more, we really need to push the, the level of authenticity out at the beginning because, sometimes it takes a couple of meetings to really see like, oh, is this person just uh, like they've created a really good script for themselves or, you know, they're really living this life. Right. You know? And um, so what do you, what do you, what kind of like questions or um, comments do you feel are, are like helping to open up those conversations more? Is it like, um, like, childhood stuff or like current conversations like what Joe Smo did yesterday to you in a business meeting <laughs> I think personally I can tell like if I'm first talking to a client like a new client for an example and I'm asking them questions of like how they use social media do they like social media like normally based on their responses I can tell if they're having confidence issues or if it's just like no I just don't like social media like and that's where I've come to realize when people, I mean, I've had my clients tell me this, like even with their journeys, like them posting consistently, them like creating content, just being creative in general, really like exposes the flaws that they have and like what they want to work on. And, you know, when I open up with my issues, like, oh, you know, I've used to feel uncomfortable, you know, taking pictures. I used to not like how I looked and I used to talk about body dysphoria, things like that. It really just makes people realize like, okay, well, if she's going through that, like 
what I'm going through is normal. And then like, I try to educate, you know, the feelings that they're having. It's just like, it's just part of the process. You know, it's that uncomfortable feeling because you're doing something new. So you just have to really just kind of work on it and not worry about, you know, because I feel like social media is such like a quick feeling of like getting attention and you think you're going to get instant gratification. But then when you start your brand and you realize you're not getting immediate gratification, it really does make you feel like, like, oh, am I really, should I still keep going? Or is this something I really should do? So it's like, I think when I have conversations with my clients of what stage that they're at in their business journey, it would really, like, it really helps me understand like what problems they actually have as far as like self-development in a way. So there's this new thing that is being um, the, I guess the pivot, you know, uh, emotional branding Mm. how do you feel like that's going to play into the world coming forward for new new entrepreneurs coming into the world honestly what is your definition of like emotional branding so emotional branding uh what what is what is uh being formulated for me is like being able to like connect with the person on an emotional level so mm-hmm. that they they can see that like you can help them with their problema mm, okay I see what you're saying I think the best way to really go into that is kind of create solutions to the problems that you feel like your consumer is having um like for an example, like me having a marketing company, I know a lot of people are uncomfortable to be on camera to talk about things. So like, I myself will create content in a way where it's like, oh, I'm having, you know, trouble posting today, or I feel lazy today. So I kind of honestly put the problems that I'm going through, like on social media to make it feel like, okay, like this actually, like what I was saying before, like, this is actually like something that everyone goes through but you have to actually push through that point and, you know, consistently post every day and do these things. Cause it is mentally exhausting sometimes. Um, but with like the emotional branding, you just kind of have to kind of, I mean, marketing itself is psychological and kind of playing with people's emotions. And that's why, you know, there's things like propaganda and things that's going on in social media that you have to be careful with. So actually emotional branding is very dangerous if you know how to manipulate people. Right, exactly. And I feel like, you know, there's going to be a lot of pressure coming forward. And uh, a, a big reason of why, you know, mental stability mm-hmm. needs, you know, a bigger highlight, and it needs to be identified within the spiritual journey. Spiritual journey just does not just mean to be like, uh, more in love with God. You know what I mean? It ultimately you become more in love with God, but it's not just like, oh, I'm just going to focus on how I can love God more. Like, Mm. you know, but like, if you, if you really care to be authentic about that, like, what does that really look like to you? And it, and it stems from us being able to really see like, well, how emotionally fit am I to push myself mentally? Right. You know, and what, what kind of cues can I put in play to help myself to keep pushing forward. And some people, you know, they just go the the most idealistic route. 
and you know they 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 get into a relationship and their partner their significant other will be that push for them but a lot of us don't always get to be that lucky to find that significant other um as quickly as we all desire right but we still need to have this inspiration we still need to have this muse did you find that in uh, during your journey right uh, right now um i feel like honestly my process was mainly like when i started my own company it kind of pushed me to know that i can do something on my own like that was probably the first experience that i realized like wow i am capable to do whatever i really set my mind to because this was something that i've really when i started my own company this is something i thought about doing like back in like 2020 but i never really thought that i could actually do it so i always like to have people you know especially when i'm part of other people's business journeys i like to see them kind of go through the same type of thing of like wow like I really got a new client today and I just started two weeks ago like kind of having small goals for yourself will give you more confidence because like once you start breaking your own barriers you'll realize like how much more you can do and it honestly becomes more addicting but for me personally I feel like I found that within myself I didn't really rely on other people to kind of like pushed me I kind of already had like in my mindset like my name is in my brand of generation so I already like felt like yeah like I'm really doing this like every day and like mm-hmm. I was really like just pushing myself in that way type so I don't know it was different for me so it really sounds like your your muse was the fact that you can get whatever you want like that you desire that you think of mm-hmm. right and like that's like the innermost confidence and uh, I like that you know you're able you were able to go that route because a lot of people won't move forward if they're not in a relationship or if they're not in the ideal relationship or if the other person isn't on um what is that thing called they're not on the team with them you know and they'll, they'll they won't do it I I will tell you I've done it before like I was a I was uh, considering to do like some like um, secret investigator stuff. Oh, wow. <laughs> because, you know, I like to do political stuff. You know, I, I like to do investigative behavior. I'm very, you know, I'm a big researcher. So I was like, what other better way to get my research on than to do some research? <laughs> and I was in a relationship and the person was like, you know, if you do that, you know what's going to happen to us because ultimately I was going to have to travel and do a lot of like undercover stuff Mm -hmm. and I passed that up that's wild I passed that up you know and I kicked myself for it and I'll never do that again I promise you (laughs) at least you learned the lesson though I learned my lesson and the, and, you know, the thing is, is that, that I want to make sure I point out for, for everyone that's listening is that it wasn't what he said that stopped me. It was what I believed that stopped me, you know, and I believe that I was like, let me just get the relationship on deck first and then I'll worry about whatever else. And, but at the end of the day, like the person that you're riding with, they need to be able to ride with you, like yeah. whatever stopped 
that or whatever stop you are in the journey, like they need to be willing to jump in right there. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they cannot sit there and be like, oh, meet me at the exchange place, like, you know, 20 paces to the left. Like, I have no reason to go that way. Right. You know, and you're bringing this up because my last <laughs> relationship, he had his own company, his own business. And I remember when I met him, I told him I wanted my own company. And he was like, well, why don't you just take mine? Like I have a media company besides, you know, spending your money on cameras, just use everything that's mine, use my name, whatever. And I was just in my head, like, I remember I was down in the beginning, but it's also like, but this isn't mine though. Like this is yours. Like, and he didn't really understand that and respect that. And I really had to leave the relationship as a whole to finally like find myself. And then when I created Generation Marketing, it was like, this is exactly what I wanted. Like now it's mine. Like now I'm able to like move how I want to move. But it's like back then when we were in a relationship, he really thought that that's what was like what I needed. But really for me, it wasn't like what was making me happy. Right. <clears throat> exactly exactly right after I made that silly choice I I went and made a, a better choice and I I started to go to school for becoming a health coach you know I'm now certified as a health and life coach and I'm also certified as a yoga instructor did I think that any of this stuff was going to happen no I did not <laughs> I I went to to college for four years. I got my bachelor's degree in accounting, and I I saw my future there. Right. You know, spirituality was nowhere on the the Richter scale. Um, owning like a whole new business, nowhere on the Richter scale. However, what was on the Richter scale was that I knew I was going to be in business. I knew that I was going to be in business to help people. And I knew I needed to be around people that wanted to invest in it. Exactly. And so in my 3D concept, you know, 15 years ago (laughs) was, you know, I was like, let me go into the, to the accounting world. I can get into the CPA world. It'll get me around a lot more, you know, established businesses that, that really can spend the time and capacity to invest in nonprofits. Um, but in the pursuit of that, I learned, um, a very pivotal thing was I don't want to keep suiting myself up in their world to rip it all off. Right. You know, um, cause I did go as far as like getting ready to, um, to take the CPA exam. I like, I went and took the first part, the business part, and I, I failed. Um, I didn't fail miserably, but I didn't, I did not pass the first one. Um, but I feel like I didn't pass because the test was just triggering me. And this was my first like investment in myself and what I was leading towards. College was more so you know, I didn't, I had kids very early, so I did not leave the atmosphere yet. You know, I didn't leave my mom's atmosphere um, until I was 29 when I bought my house. Mm-hmm. And so my, that's when my journey really, really started. And everything else before that was in pursuit to get them off my back. Right. And so um, being able to just do the things that please other people is, definitely you know there's 
you know, there should be a very fine, there should be a very thick line that gets like penciled through that to like how far you're willing to go. Um, I'm not too, totally upset at myself with it because I do have like a business degree, you know, and, and I am using it. And I vouch for people that go to college, uh, regardless of how much, you know, the institutional, uh, the educational state is, uh, there's still some rhyme and reason to it. And if you're strong enough mentally, you can get in and get out, 100%. you know, right. And so I'm learning, I, I learned like it was a $4,000 lesson because that's how much it costs to go to this review study. <laughs> right. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it was an expensive lesson. <laughs> right. I like expensive lessons. Um, but I learned right then and there. I was like, no, I am not going to learn jargon to confuse people so that they'll pay me more. Mm. You know, I was just like, absolutely not. This is, this, this is where I draw the line. <laughs> I no longer go forward. And I was already being activated. I don't know if I ever shared this story with you, but I'll share it here um, because this is a part of my spiritual journey into being who I am today. And I'm in my, my CPA review class, right? these CPA reviews are intense. Like you're supposed to like study for like 16 hours during the week, be in a class setting for like eight hours on a Saturday, every Saturday, okay? And you're supposed to be listening to this teacher because you're gonna take this test that costs money. And remember I told you it's a $4,000 freaking thing. So I'm over here trying to take notes and then all of a sudden I just get hit with my spirit writing I guess I tuned out and my hands tuned in and I just started writing so many things so many things that um I was supposed to be living for mm. and I was supposed to be helping the world live for um and after that I just could not give full attention anymore to the CPA review and that was the first time I ever had my spirit writing incident um, that like it just I could not stop writing it. And it had nothing to do with the CPA review. And that's why um, being able to understand that sometimes we're going to make choices. Sometimes we're going to make very, very costly choices, but understand why it was a cost. And then, then it, it will be able to still be a benefit in there. For us to curate out of it boy oh boy it's been a it's been a journey <laughs> awesome you said it was you said that sounds awesome i said life is just awesome oh yeah life is <laughs> life is awesome at its finest you know it had me going for 10 minutes on mute earlier so <laughs> <laughs> But it showed that we were patient enough. I think that when you text me was probably um, what made me look at my microphone. <laughs> I didn't look at the text, but I, I looked back. And then I was like, why is this red? <laughs> I'm like, that means she can't hear me. And I'm like, boop. So 
conversation continue. <laughs> five after five. <laughs> so our spiritual journey matters, you know, basically at the, this conversation is really hinting to like the spiritual journey matters so much. And being in business for yourself, it really matters for us to be um, living a, an authentic lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And everyone's authentic lifestyle is going to look different. Um, so I want to take this moment to just like start creating some like empowered tips that we can help individuals just lean more into how they can create more positive cycles in their life. Mm. I definitely feel like step one is looking at the type of people you surround yourself with, which I feel like that's so cliche. But when I look back on the people that I was surrounding myself with, it definitely affected my spiritual journey based on like whether or not I was going to progress. I was doing a lot of smoking and drinking all the time and the people that I surrounded myself with were doing the same thing so like if you want to stop a cycle you need to surround yourself with people who have different activities in that way that are more positive um, and I feel like one thing that I've been doing consistently is going to networking events um, in the Charlotte area and it's really helps me be able to kind of move around the people that I want to surround myself with so I feel like that's at least one good step one good pointer for sure I'm, I'm just going to piggyback off of what you said. Anything that seems cliche, deep dive into it. There's some golden nugget in there yeah. <laughs> that makes, you know, it makes sense. Like, cause I used to feel the same way. Like, you know, my parents used to say that too, but did they really understand the gravity of it? You know, is probably the question that we used to always have. Like, what do you mean? And I feel like that was the, Um, the thing that held a lot of people back from really understanding things is not having the willingness to ask questions. So my empowered tip is, is to be willing to ask questions, be willing to uh, sit in some silence, you know, spirit does it to us all the time, (laughs) you know, and we got to learn how to be quiet as well because when we're quiet we really learn a lot of things Mm -hmm. and I know I've learned a lot of things uh by not rushing to talk you can really allow someone to say what they need to say and be who they need to be and letting someone talk say what they need to say and then like not rushing to say something it really allows that person to just you know, let that, let, let that sound, you know, hit the floor, mm-hmm. you know, and really hear that because sometimes we just need to hear it out loud. Like I need to hear how that sounds. Like I know that plenty of us out there have said something and it was like, oh, that sounded so much better in my head. Right. And it's like, you know, if we had more intelligent people around us to practice saying stuff that sound better in our head, we'd be able to help it sound better. <laughs> right. Because we are, you know, looking to say something that's intentional and authentic. And sometimes it just comes out very raw um, or very just misunderstood. And we have to feel comfortable enough with sounding incorrect um, so that we can hear what we do want to say. 
And that gets us like even further in our business journeys and being able to uh, push the boundaries of like how much people are willing to be available uh, is like, the, I guess that's the other tip that I can, I can say, push the boundaries of how much people are willing to be available and, and don't push them to just be like, oh, I can't deal with that person. Just push them to see like where they're at. If a person can't show up within a 24 hour notice, it's okay. You just know that you should not call on them for last minute things. Right. You know, <laughs> it just alleviates the pressure of that relationship. Mm-hmm. And to um, not take it personal either. Right. Like not taking it personal is the whole big thing. Because a lot of people are like, what is taking it personal? You know? Like, what are we taking personally? Who said this thing? Oh, don't take it personal. My so does that mean I'm supposed to take it impersonal? <laughs> and then because impersonal, and you know, when you read scriptures, the impersonal is like, you know, the God, the source, the all. So they want us to take it from that place, you know, and that's like being general, um, not all being about you and stuff like that. But, this, right. but I feel like it's at the end of the day, you know, that we should take something personal, but I feel like, you know, just listening to this, most of the time, my indifference is like the um, weight that somebody puts on, on the word. Because when I talk about resistance to people, some people can see it as a bad thing, what others can see it as a neutral or a positive thing. Hmm because we want to have some resistance in life you know we need that so we need to take things personally it's just like are you going to take it personally to where you're not like balanced emotionally right and so i think like that's where we're we're looking to dive deeper into our conversations with people to where it's like please don't take it so personal to where like you're getting triggered and stuff like that and having the emotional stability to say things like this it takes the work to to not get personal with other people too you know Mm -hmm. that's definitely true especially when you know I've been in times in my journey where I've spoken to the people who have caused the pain or the hurt that I you know am healing from and having the maturity and having, you know, gaining, you know, being calm when you're speaking to someone definitely takes time. Cause I feel like that's another point too. Like when you're approaching people or you're trying to heal and you're like speaking to people that's triggered you, it isn't easy in the beginning at all, especially for me, an example, like I'm really bad at opening up and actually telling people how I feel. So it really just depends on if you're open enough to do that of what level of like where you'll be at um, when you're healing is a huge part of someone's spiritual journey. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that hits the vulnerability muscle, mm-hmm. you know, and um, if we're not practicing our vulnerability, which we can do all the time in our business life, then we're not going to be able to really open up in our personal life. So you can see how they go back and forth and, in our lives, how our business life can really help us in our personal life. If we're looking to have a feng shui for ourselves, 
And that means like, are you always looking to learn or are you turning off at a certain part in your day to where nothing should be um, in this space to learn? Nothing's going to help me grow here. This is just for um, my money. Mm. And we have to really let go of that concept because there's this this whole life is a drawing board drawing board for learning. And so when we close ourselves to learning, we really close ourselves to really getting to the next level because where we find our golden nuggets may not be the same place that we get to grow in. Yep. So we, we have to give ourselves time and capacity for this spiritual journey and our, our business journey to grow. Sometimes something's not going to be able to move as much because you got to go work on the other side. And so allowing ourselves to just let go, you know, if the business isn't growing, maybe you need to go follow some, um, some cues in the personal world. And if the personal world isn't growing, you need to go follow some cues in the business world because that's where there's going to be this interchange because it's a majority of our life. Right. You know, it's either business or it's personal, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So be in that flux. Um, I feel like this conversation went too quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm just looking at the time and I'm like, wow, like we can talk so much and expound on like just the, the, the ways that our spirituality and our business journey are, are, you know, blending and bonding together. And they help us to create this adhesive of confidence and um, solidification. You know, a lot of us want to feel solidified out there and we can help each other to put more solidified moments by being around more solidified people. So this is why we're here having this conversation. Um, I definitely would love to talk more another time about our spiritual journey because there's just so many other ways that we can just dive into this. But for now, we're going to wrap up this show. (laughs) And um, I want to allow a moment for you to be able to let the audience know how they can find you. And if they want to learn more about what you've got going on in your business and your spiritual journey. Oh, yes. Um, I try my best with blogging what I do on my day to day. My Instagram is Jenna underscore posting, J-E-N-A underscore P-O-S-T-I-N-G. And then my business marketing Instagram page is generation, generation.marketing, J-E-N-A-R-A-T-I-O-N dot M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G. And that's where I post a lot of my marketing tips and branding ideas for anyone who's trying to be innovative and create their social media presence for their brand. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that. And for those of you that are looking to deepen your understanding of topics like this, please definitely go back and refer to the previous episodes, or you can always reach out to schedule a discovery session if you go check out Elite Motivation 411 on IG and click the link in the bio you can find the button to schedule a free discovery session with me and we can get you started in being in that more authentic journey that you desire with that being said 
We are complete. Thank you so much for everyone tuning in. And if you feel like this message has inspired you, please share it with someone else so that they can be inspired as well. Peace and light. Peace and light.